maybe your work to do is helping yourself to grow more intimate with yourself and have a better relationship with yourself by when you're honest with yourself, not being horrible to yourself. Why would you ever want to continue to be honest with yourself if you're being mean when you are? If I had a parent and every time I was honest with them, they were mean to me and they scolded me, I wouldn't want to be honest with them. Hey, mum, I spilt the drink. I'm really, oh, you, you dickhead. Why did you do that? You're so clumsy. You're so this, you're so that. Why would I ever want to be honest with that person? I wouldn't. I'd try and hide things. And that's why I think a lot of us hide things from ourselves. Because when we're really honest with ourselves, we're actually quite mean. So this episode is a nudge, uh, a word of encouragement, a wink towards, can you make it safe to start being a bit more honest with yourself? And so when you're answering questions in people's Instagram boxes, like, well, I don't prioritize my own growth because I haven't got time. Why haven't you got time? Because I'm helping others. Why are you helping others? Be a bit honest with yourself and learn the skill of being able to be honest with yourself without giving yourself shit. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I want to talk to you about your growth. I want to talk to you about your personal development and I want to help you to answer some questions that you might not know you needed the answers to. Um, <laughs> sounds ominous. Let me jump straight in. In under 20 seconds, I am heading into the episode. Strap in, I'm not giving you any context. Recently over on my Instagram, if you're not following me over there, it's Thrive Life and Business. I was I was on my stories, I was asking you to fill out, um, you know, polls where you can ask questions and uh, leaving question boxes there for people to answer. And the thing that I wanted to know is what do you prioritize over your own growth? And the reason that I was asking that question is because what I find happens quite frequently is I will not hear anything from someone from a long, long time. And then all of a sudden I'll get a message to say, I need some help or I'm fed up of myself or um, I'm in a pickle or what was the name of that book that you mentioned that helps you overcome all of your fears and prioritize your life? And what I notice is, and I am going to be creating something in the new year, a tool to help with this. What I notice a lot of the time is we allow ourselves to get to a certain threshold and it's like a um, tolerance threshold and we allow ourselves to get to a certain point and then we go, I can't do this anymore. I can't live like this anymore. I can't take this anymore. And at that point, we want a fix, right? We want um, a fix and we and we want that fix to come pretty quickly. <laughs> and to me, I want to let you all know what I can see from my side looking in. For those of you who don't know, I have worked in learning and development since I was 18. I'm 36 now. And so I've seen, this isn't like a trend since I've owned my business. This is a trend that I've seen over time. And I'm talking from a um, corporate capacity. You know, you see this in business as well. Shit, we've got... Uh, percent a large percentage of our staff who don't know this certain skill and need upskilling quick we need to get some training on that and what you find is people make these snap decisions these snap investment decisions on how or um what they need to fill this growth gap and i know that for many of you who listen to the inner work conversation your investment decisions about your personal development they come out of your pocket and they come out of your time and so it's really important to me that I am this thing that I'm creating. I want to create it for you because, and I want to give it to you for free because I want 
for any anyone who engages with my work, I want you to be making investment decisions in, in terms of your personal development and your growth. I want you to be making them from an empowered place, an informed place, and a place that feels right for you. And you also know how to get a return on your investment, whether it's your time and or your financial resources anyway. What I notice is a lot of the time when people want to get, they get to that place where they want to work on their personal development. They're like, I'm ready, let's go. It's normally because they've got they're sick of their own shit. That's normally what's happened. They are sick and tired of their own shit and they will find themselves in a place like, I I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live like this anymore. But what I want to talk to is in this episode today is the bit behind that. All of the year, the months, the weeks and the months and the years, sorry, that lead up to that point, regardless of how long or, or how short that time is, the lead up to that point where you are avoiding your own growth and you are blaming it on something else. I'm using my words very intentionally. And if it's bringing anything up inside of you, so you're like, I'm a fucking minute, Nick, but I am using these words on purpose. They're meant to be creating a bit of a storm inside of you. I'm doing it intentionally, right? I asked on my Instagram the other day, what do you prioritize over your own growth? Um, and I got messages back to say, I mean, the, the overwhelming answer to that question was helping others. That was the biggest one that came up, helping others. The reason that I do not prioritize my own growth is because I am too busy helping others. The other answers that came up were around um, prioritizing others. So it's pretty much the same thing. And business needs, making sales, achieving my goals. And I think that I can distill them down into just two main categories. The first one is I don't prioritize, what I prioritize over my own growth is others. So whether that's others, your family, others, your friends, others, your partner or your child, others, your clients. Yeah. And then I think I can categorize the second thing into service, uh, sorry, <laughs> into achievement. Yeah. So I, I will make time for my own growth when I've got the promotion. I will make time for myself when I've achieved that salary, when I've achieved that thing. So I think that there's two categories, service and achievement. Under the service heading comes helping others. And under the achievement category comes getting to a point, getting to a milestone. And then I'll, then I will prioritize my own growth. And it's so opposed to how I see personal development. To me, there's two parallel lines running in a diagonally upwards direction. And the parallel lines that run in tandem are your external achievement and your direction in your life and in your business. And the one that's underneath that, underpinning it, is your growth. And that top line, it, it actually can't go anywhere unless your growth does. And you find this, like I was speaking to a previous client of mine, we were talking about it and we were like, isn't it amazing how when it's your own business, it's such a mirror, like your business, I think, whether it's your own, sorry, or a career, it really reflects back to you the areas of growth that you have. And we were talking about it and we were saying, when it's your own business, you realize that unless you do prioritize your own growth, the actual growth externally that you see in your business has the potential to be stunted. And it's true. I genuinely do, but I see it in my, <laughs> in my own business. Anyway, back to you guys. What I then did because of the overwhelming amount of you that were messaging back saying, 
it was either this category of achievement or this category of service. What I then did on my Instagram was say, okay, if I removed the reason, so uh, not prioritizing my own growth, the reason of helping others, what would it then be? If I've just removed that as a reason that you could give. And the overwhelming thing that came up is myself myself. And there were a lot of very judgmental messages back. I'm a lazy cow. So I, I I need to pull my finger out. I just know that I need to kick up the arse. I just need to do it myself. I, and there was no messages that came back to that um, to that effect in terms of the thing that is actually holding me back is myself. There were no messages that came back that didn't have a tone of self-criticism or self-judgment. And I want to, I wanted to talk to you about guys about that in the episode today. When I see people getting pissed off with themselves for not prioritizing their own growth, the first thing, the first trend that I see is them blaming it on one of those two categories. I haven't got enough time for my own growth because I'm too busy helping others, or I haven't got enough time for my own growth because I need to achieve this thing. Once I've achieved it, then I'll think about my own growth. Growth. Then it'll be safe, right? Actually, when that, that's not really entirely true the majority of the time. I'm sorry to say it, it's just not. That's a lie that we tell ourselves. And I've, I feel confident enough to say that to you because and even though I don't know who's listening to this episode, I do still feel confident saying that to you because of the amount of clients that I've worked with who initially come to me wanting to fix those outside things and then realizing that it's not the prioritization skills, it's not boundaries, it's not strategy, it's not um, people pleasing. It's actually something much deeper than that. It's something much deeper than that. When we get really real, with ourselves. And so that's what we've done to be clear on the Instagram stories. We've got real with ourselves, but what we've then done is got real with ourselves and judge ourselves, got real with ourselves and criticized ourselves, laid some blame and shame on ourselves. And that's where I get the answers like, well, I'm just a lazy cow. I'm just, what was the other one? I'm, I'm a coward. I'm, I'm, I'm weak, right? I was getting all of these answers in. And it's like, hang on a minute. Can we answer that question without the criticism to ourselves? Can we answer that question? Can we be honest and truthful with ourselves and own our truth without being critical of ourselves, without being self-judgmental? Can we acknowledge that actually I am avoiding my own growth because it's uncomfortable? And it will cause me some discomfort maybe to be in that growth stage. And I'm going to talk to you about that in this episode, a personal um, example of that most recently. It's uncomfortable. And to be honest with you, I'm not in a position at the moment where I feel like I've got the capacity to um, be in that space. And so I'm choosing not to be. How powerful is that? Owning your choice even though it's not the right, in inverted commas, thing to say, hello, I'm avoiding my own growth because I don't feel up to it at the moment. That's not what we think is the correct answer to give. But fuck it, have you ever tried that, being genuinely honest with yourself and owning it? I'm telling you now, try it, it's powerful. It feels powerful. Even Sometimes to give the wrong, in inverted commas, answer, to not be a good pupil, 
to rebel against the Instagram quote and say, yeah, but that is my truth and I own that. And I own the implications and outcomes of it, right? And I own the ramifications of it. I own all of it. What we then put ourselves into is a state of empowerment. We've taken ourselves out of victimization consciousness and we've put ourselves into a place of empowerment. Now, I'm not saying that you're not a victim, right? You might, let's have it right, you might not have much time. You might be a victim of your circumstances. And by that, I mean, I don't know your obligations. I don't know how much time that you have available to you. So let's assume that you are a victim of all of these life circumstances, meaning that you actually haven't got very much time available to you at all. But there is a big difference between being a victim of something and having victim consciousness around it. And what I'm doing here is taking you out of that and putting you into a space where you are able to own your reality as opposed to fight against it or defend it. Yeah. So what I'm saying here is what we are able to do when we go into this space is actually acknowledge our truth. And that is where I want to get my clients to. When I first start working with them, I develop the skill within them that says, here is the reason that I would have given initially. And when I go deeper under the surface, I am able to give you my truth. And here's the, here's the humdinger. I am able to give you my truth without self criticism without self-judgment. When you are able to own your truth without being mean to yourself, without giving yourself down the banks, without making yourself wrong or um, weak or cowardly, what you are able to start doing is having a relationship with yourself where instead of acknowledging and acting from the darkness, which I want to talk to you about, you're able to acknowledge where you're at, accept where you're at, be with yourself in that space, trust yourself in that space, and be patient with yourself, right? I'm going to give you some examples to make this really real. When people come to me and they say, I just haven't got, there's never enough time. Not having enough time is my baseline. I get that all the time. My clients come to me and they say that they say those exact words to me all of the time. What happens then is something will happen in business where they get knocked out for a week. So for example, that's their baseline, then they get COVID and they're knocked out of their business for a week. Then they are, and I'm bringing this back, so stick with me. Then they go, they're thrown into this place of, now I feel like I'm catching up. Now I feel like there's going to be people that are unhappy with me. Now my boundaries are slipping. Now I'm answering emails at 10 o'clock at night. Now I feel like I'm on this cycle where I, I've, I've not upheld my own standards and I can't get out of it. So what we end up doing is they end up coming to me and wanting me to operate and fix this productivity issue that they seem to have. And instead of doing that, Instead of working with them on a productivity level, a strategy level, a how to deal with the mess of your to-do list level, which is what they come to me for, instead of that, the challenge that I present to them is your emotions and your very practical to-do list are not separate things. I think that the majority of, well, I know that my clients know what to practically do. They know how to prioritize their to-do list. They know how much time they have available to do the work that they do. They know how to push back on people and be assertive without being aggressive. 
and they know what to say yes to and they know what to say no to. That is my assumption always of my own clients. And not once have I ever been proven to be wrong about that assumption. So if I hold that assumption as the truth, what I can then look for is, hang on a minute, this person's coming to me grasping and they want to grasp onto control. Sorry, I knocked my um I knocked my microphone off. They're coming to me, they're grasping for they're grasping for control because something within them feels out of control. And normally they want to get rid of the emotions so they can crack on with business. <laughs> and it's like, no, your emotions are a flag, they're information. They are there for you to trust them as opposed to be a hindrance to you or something to avoid or something to overcome. They're not separate. They are interlinked. So taking this all the way back to the answers that I was getting to that initial question, what do you prioritize over your own growth? Where people were saying to me, helping others or achievement, what I'm here to say to you today is, why do you prioritize helping others? Why do you prioritize achievement? And the answer that you will probably be linked back to is because you want to avoid the discomfort that comes with growth. You want to avoid the discomfort that comes with looking at your own shit, not literal, (laughs) looking at your own inner work in the eye and actually sitting with it. And not only sitting with it, but acknowledging it, accepting it, being with yourself there, as opposed to trying to escape it. Very often people, when they visit their shadow, let's call it, that's a popular thing to call it. When they visit their shadow, which you'll recognize your own shadow, just literally think about when you are in your own darkness, think about how you behave in that place. So I said before, I'll give you a personal example. Let me share that with you. For me, when I am feeling vulnerable and when I am feeling like um, in an unsafe place, the the space that I go into is, okay, I feel vulnerable. And so let me frantically cling on to control by planning everything out and making the world make sense. And if I'm not careful, if I go into my shadow space and my own darkness and act from there, what I will generally produce is mindless activity. I will be busy, but not really going anywhere. I will be busy doing a shit ton of stuff. If you were looking through my office window, oh, you would see a busy person. And it might even look like I'm being productive, but I can tell you that I'm not. And it might even look impressive, but I'm telling you I'm I'm not getting anywhere when I'm in that place, right? So often when we're in that darkness, the, the thing we want the most is for it to go away. And so to make it go away, we either freeze or we do and we do. And that's my mode that I go into. And like I said earlier on in the episode, when we avoid our own growth, that's exactly the same thing. I either help others or I try and achieve. We're doing and we're doing normally to avoid the discomfort that is our own growth. And so I want to leave you with this um, encouragement and invitation to try for yourself as I start to wrap up this episode. When you are feeling growth, and for many people, the feeling of growth is messy, it's uncertain, it's uncomfortable. When you're in that place, instead of acting from there and being like, fuck, how do we get out of it? What? Just Nick, tell me what book to read to take myself out of this place. Nick, what course can I sign up to? Nick, who's the best coach to do this with me? 
instead of acting from that place or so whether it's grasping onto a self-development tool or doing and doing like the space that I go into, like just doing mindlessly busy tasks. Instead of that, can I ask that you stop and you acknowledge it? Acknowledging it sounds like, oh, I can recognize I'm in my dark space. I see where I am here and I'm just recognizing that I'm here. Hello, darkness, my old friend is probably the song lyrics that go <laughs> that go in this space. And after you've recognized it, accept it. Accept that you, I know that you, if, listen, if this was me listening to my own episode 10 years ago, it'd be like, fuck off, accept it. No, thanks. <laughs> I want you to accept it. And accepting it looks like and feels like you can be here, darkness, for as long as you need to be. And I'm safe in this place and I'm not trying to wriggle out of it. I just accept that I'm here. I breathe into it. I make it set. I'm not, I don't need to get stuck here, but I'm not resisting it. You'll know when you're accepting it because you're not resisting it anymore. And that will feel unsafe at first to accept it. I'm in the darkness and I accept that I'm in the darkness. But I think you've got enough evidence in your life and in business that tells you that taking action from that dark place isn't good for you. I think you've got enough evidence in life and in business that tells you that trying to fill that hole when you're in the darkness with courses and books doesn't serve you. So I want you to acknowledge it, recognize it, accept it, and be with yourself there. Trust in yourself that it is safe for you to be in that uncomfortable place and respecting it, being patient with it. And when I say respecting it, I genuinely mean honoring it. Too many people, like we all know the, the um, metaphor, it's not a metaphor, is it? The example of when a caterpillar goes into the chrysalis and comes out as a butterfly. We all know the example of the darkness that must be in that, in that chrysalis, the messiness and the mush and the mingingness. <laughs> Do you remember that word, minging? The minginess that must go on in that chrysalis. And imagine if we cracked it open. Imagine if we tried to rescue the caterpillar from the chrysalis too soon. It'd die. It's not ready to come out yet. That's exactly what I'm asking of you. When I say to you on my Instagram stories, what are you prioritizing over your own growth? And you're giving me answers like helping other people, achieving my goals, and, you know, I'm prioritizing those things over my own growth. What I'm asking you to recognize is your own growth sometimes doesn't require a book, reading a book or going on a course or a program or working with a coach. Sometimes your own growth literally requires you to be with yourself through your lived experience. And one of, someone came to me the other day and said, what does it mean when you say be with myself? What do you mean? And I'm like, fucking acknowledge yourself. Like literally the thoughts that you're thinking, acknowledge yourself, be with yourself, question yourself, question what you're holding to be true within yourself, question the assumptions that you're making about yourself and others and support yourself in that place. Just like you would if a friend came to you and said, I'm in this dark place or a child came to you and said, I'm scared, I'm worried, I've got all of these anxieties. That's what I mean by be with yourself. Yeah. Then try and come to me and say you haven't got enough time. Then try and come to me and then come to me and try and say you haven't got enough time to get everything done. Because 
the majority of the time, what I find when people are saying, I just haven't got enough time to get everything done, what they're not recognizing is the work is never done. Your to-do list, if you allowed it, would go on and on and on forever and ever and ever. And you'd either it'd either look like you just rip one up and start another to-do list again, or you've just got an ongoing piece of paper that rolls on and on and on and on and on. Your to-do list is never going to end. Can we all agree that? The amount of things to do in life and in business are ongoing. Your productivity is endless, yeah? So if we just accept that there's always going to be things to do, there's always going to be others to help, whether that's others as in people you care about or as in your friends, family, people you love, or others as in the people you serve, your clients. There's always going to be others that you need to help. You're obliged to help. You want to help. There's always going to be goals that you're striving for. But like I said earlier on in the episode, these lines, you know, they run in parallel and your growth underpins your external world. So if you're not prepared to at least acknowledge that your growth sometimes is the uncomfortable thing that you might just be avoiding. My challenge to you in this episode is to start spending a little bit more time with yourself as opposed to overriding your emotions and seeing them as something that is getting in the way of you achieving, something that is getting getting in the way of your productivity. Start to recognize that your emotions, they are information, they are data, And if you can see your emotions as not something that is a hindrance, but actually something that is very valuable information, much more valuable than the items on your to-do list, and start to acknowledge them, accept where you're at, be with yourself there, trust and be patient with yourself there, I imagine that you will probably get a lot more done. I said it, didn't I? (laughs) And I mean it as well. I genuinely do mean it. You know, so... I'm going to wrap the episode up there. I think that I have given you enough ideas in this episode to turn this information and these opinions and these thoughts back onto yourself and see what resonates with you. You know, sometimes when I listen to podcasts, I, I'll listen to one on double speed and then I'll go back and I'll pause it at certain parts and the parts that I disagree with or that make me spiky, you know, <laughs> you know, spiky. The parts when someone says something like, oh, I don't like, I don't like that you said that. I disagree with that. I will use that and I will write to myself or think on a walk to myself. Why did that bring something up in me? Why did I disagree with that? Why did that make me spiky? What parts of that might be true for me? And I don't want to acknowledge maybe. And there might be parts of this episode, questions that I might have asked that are genuinely helpful for you, such as, if it's not about helping others, if I'm not prioritizing helping others, if I'm not prioritizing achievement, then why aren't I allowing myself time for my own growth and my own personal development? You might want to start there. And if it is that it's uncomfortable and instead of acknowledging that and owning that, you're being mean to yourself, maybe that's the part of the episode that would really be useful for you today. The fact that when you're honest with yourself, you're mean to yourself, maybe that's your work to do. Maybe your work to do is helping yourself to grow more intimate with yourself and have a better relationship with yourself by when you're honest with yourself, not being horrible to yourself. Why would you ever want to be continue to be honest with yourself if you're being mean when you are? You know, I if I had a parent 
And every time I was honest with them, they were mean to me and they scolded me. I wouldn't want to be honest with them. Hey, mum, I spilt the drink. I'm really, oh, you, you dickhead. Why did you do that? You're so clumsy. You're so this, you're so that. Why would I ever want to be honest with that person? I wouldn't. I try and hide things. And that's why I think a lot of us hide things from ourselves. Because when we're really honest with ourselves, we're actually quite mean. So this episode is a nudge, uh, a word of encouragement, a wink towards, can you make it safe to start being a bit more honest with yourself? And so when you're answering questions in people's Instagram boxes, like, well, I don't prioritize my own growth because I haven't got time. Why haven't you got time? Because I'm helping others. Why are you helping others? Be a bit honest with yourself and learn the skill of being able to be honest with yourself without giving yourself shit. So with that, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.